Welcome, friends, to the Salty Insight Show. I'm your host, Alicia, a graphic design guru and mom of twin boys. Because of those two things, I know the challenges of juggling mom life and entrepreneurship crazy well. This is your place to get bite-sized reality check encouragement in 10 minutes or less and learn how to rest more, simplify your life, and strategically position your brand to create more margin in your life for the things you actually want to do more of. So, if you're ready, let's dive in. Welcome to the first episode of the Salty Insight Show. I wanted to dive in today a little bit about why I chose the name Salty Insight, where that came from, and what you can expect from this show. Because first off, if you've even listened to the trailer, it kind of (laughs) sucks. So I kind of wanted to recap and go a little deeper into why, why I even created this show. What's it for? I actually already recorded the first episode, but after some events, some personal events that happened recently, I decided to redo it because what I had previously talked about, while accurate, wasn't exactly in line with why I created the show to begin with and what it was that was on my heart to actually do with this show. I kind of got sucked into mimicking what everybody else does with their show. And I'm like, but that's not, no, that let's, we're not going to go there. So I more or less was holding myself accountable and was like, okay, we're going to actually lean into and be transparent about why I wanted this show. I had a podcast a couple of years ago and I walked away from that because I couldn't maintain it, and mostly because I had just been asked for a divorce, and I was, well, leading up to that, a few other things happened, but I was asked for a divorce, and I was like, okay, I have to pause and walk away from everything because I don't have the energy space to lean into this and maintain it by myself because I built an entire business without a team. And I was being successful with it too while maintaining my non-negotiable core value of family first always. I, to this day, hands down, will always put my kids first. They are my primary priority. Not just my kids though, my friends my family, my grandma, anybody who needs help. I want to have the freedom and the flexibility to just drop and run and go do that and not feel guilty about it because I have to work or whatever else society has conditioned us to believe about being an entrepreneur. I decided that I wanted everything about my life to be different. I needed a fresh start. I needed to really figure out who am I? Who do I want to be? What is it that I want to bring to the world and offer as a way of helping? So I took basically an entire year off. I just hard stop 
canceled everything and walked away from it when I got divorced. And that just spent, gave myself the freedom to heal for one and figure out the truth behind what was accurate and what wasn't. What did I want to get rid of? What did I want to carry forward? What did I want to reshape and make into something new? So that process took a while. (laughs) It took about a year. Um, Actually, no, about a year and a half because it wasn't until mm, probably about a month ago that I decided, you know what, I can actually start putting my energy back into rebuilding my business and re-diving into doing a podcast again because that was something that I actually enjoyed and I really wanted to do and I knew that was something I wanted to bring forward and continue. I just didn't really know what that looked like until I spent, gosh, it was actually only a day doing a live workshop event thing with my old, I wouldn't say old because I still follow her and I'm still obsessed with her, but uh, mentor, business coach. She was doing, uh, like I had to walk away from her as well and just hard stop. And she was like, I'm doing this new event. It's brand new. I've never offered it before are you interested? I was like, absolutely. Yes. Sign me up for that. So sitting there listening to her, the first hour of her workshop, she was talking about her journey over the year and a half that I hadn't been in her circle or been really exposed to, like I hadn't been actively following her. She was talking about how she had reinvented her life and her business and what she walked through and what she was taking into at what she calls her new era of being an entrepreneur and a full-time mom and what that looked like. And I was like, yes, this resonates with me because I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't like that's not I don't feel that's what we were created to be. We weren't created to be followers. Yes, some of us are more followers than leaders because we need that. We need like that's just to maintain a level of growth. We need support and like we we have to have both sides, right? But what I mean by follower is you basically straight up copy somebody else's life and have adopted their identity as your own. And then you feel depressed and disconnected and burnt out and all the things because you're trying to mimic someone else's life instead of trying to figure out who are you? What do you want to be? What resonates with you? Who were you created to be? Because while your life might resemble somebody else's, it shouldn't be a carbon copy. That just shouldn't be a thing. I got stuck there for a really, really long time because my I saw in my business mentor the lifestyle and the strength and the leadership and 
the mom life and like how she showed up for her community and the immediate, you know, just the world in general. I was drawn to her energy and her presence and I wanted to more or less copy that in my own life. I was inspired by it and encouraged by it. But it wasn't until I took that year off that I realized I was trying to just copy someone else. I wasn't being authentic to myself. I wasn't trusting myself. I wasn't leaning into being an individual and like giving myself the permission to realize that I'm allowed to be an individual. I don't have to do what everybody else tells me to do. I don't have to follow society's structure of life. I don't even want to because I deep down am a follower of Christ, which means I don't live in this world to begin with. Like I I have been reborn into a totally different world. So trying to copy the one that I'm currently living in, instead of focusing on the one that I will be headed to, it kind of goes, it like, it all gets all noisy and jumbled and just, it's a lot of noise to try to figure out on your own. So this podcast is more or less not just sharing my life journeys and the lessons that I've learned and the things that like my aha moments of where I was stuck and how I got unstuck and my mindset around that and all of the steps that I took to get where I'm at. It's also to share with you the strategies that I have implemented in being mom first and building a business because I think that you can absolutely do both. There is no such thing as work-life balance. That doesn't exist. But what does exist is being able to find a structure that allows for being an entrepreneur and a mom and do it with harmony. They can coexist. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. And you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. That shouldn't be a thing either. So the next few episodes are going to be kind of a jumbled, eclectic collection, more or less, of what I'm wanting to offer you as the listener and how I want to encourage you the way I was encouraged to step outside of your comfort zone and grow. Growth is hard, but it is so rewarding. Being able to imagine a life and then make it happen and know that how you get there can look wildly different than somebody else's life. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be the same. For example, I'm not all about a four-hour work week or, you know, being so rigid and structured that I don't really have flexibility. I am all about being flexible because let's face it, as a mom, you get interrupted a hundred thousand times a day and you have to constantly redirect yourself. Like 
every five seconds you're redirecting yourself, especially if you have small children. So I am here to share how I raised twins and then built a business and how to do that without sacrificing one for the other or feeling guilt or toxic shame for it (laughs) and being able to take time off whenever you felt like it because that's what you recognized you need. That's the other thing I want to bring is how to not necessarily do self-care the way that society has labeled self-care, but saying it more as taking care of you because you are allowed to take care of yourself. One moment. George, leave the cat alone. Mm -mm, No. Come here. Good boy. You lay down. Lay down. Stay. Good boy. I don't need him barking and chasing the cat right now. Anyway, see? Distraction. Now I have to figure out how to put my brain back together for what I was talking about. Uh, Anyway, mom life. You can do it. You can put your family first. You need taken care of as well. What does that look like? What should it look like? And Basically offering you perspective. I think that's more or less where I'm going with this. Giving you perspective. Helping you understand that there is no one way to do anything. Like I tell my boys all the time, they are allowed to have a different opinion about the exact same thing and accomplish something in a different way. And that doesn't mean neither of them are wrong. Peyton could stack wood one way and Raylan could stack it the other way a different way, and I could stack it different than both of them, and neither of us are wrong. As long as the wood gets stacked and it doesn't fall over or hurt anyone, who cares how it's accomplished? If that is the process that works for you, then hallelujah, yay, you found what works for you. It doesn't need to be a carbon copy of somebody else's strategy. That's what I'm getting at. If you're a mom of one, your life is going to look different. If you're a mom of six or seven, like my aunt had seven kids, your life is going to look different. So let's stop worrying about doing it wrong. Let's stop worrying about doing life wrong and give ourselves the freedom and the space to not reinvent the wheel, but figure out what is true for us. What do we need to get rid of? And what can we carry on to the next season of our life? Thank you so much for listening. I know that life can get messy and hard and my goal is to never add to the noisy of your life. So if you would leave me a comment in the review section and let me know, was this helpful? Was this not helpful? Did this add to the noise? How can I best support you in future episodes? Because ultimately I'm here for you, not me. So until next time, friend, stay salty.